Ever wondered if your advertising dollar is really working for you? If your ad would have been here, you and more than 4 million people would be listening to it right now. Contact ads at exxoneradiotv.com. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Unwilling to be the government's deadly assassin, gifted psychic Kahara Mitchell went AWOL and ended up buried under rubble in the wake of a great tsunami. She regained consciousness far from Earth on the medical ship of a Dagaronian intergalactic fleet. Has she been rescued or abducted by aliens? The Chalice of Carrie, Kahira O'Donnell's latest paranormal science fiction romance, is the passionate story of an Earth woman and her destined mates, twin kings from another galaxy. Kahara uses her gifts fighting alongside Lords Rom and Ra in a war that will determine the destiny of galaxies. The Chalice of Kari by Kahira O'Donnell is now available at kahiraodonnell.com or at amazon.com. The X-Zone radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the X-Zone radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and for the next four hours, I'm your host and your guide as together we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the Exxon. 
It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. And the Exxon comes to you Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern on the Exxon Broadcast Network and our network affiliates, including Talkstar Radio Network, UK High Definition Radio, Euro High Definition Radio, Star Cable, Turquoise Radio, KKRP 1610 in Callington, Oklahoma, and a vast array of other independent broadcasters right across Canada, the United States, Central America, the Caribbean, South America, the Pacific Rim, Asia, India, Africa, and Europe. Worldwide toll-free, 1-800-610-7035. My email address is xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. On MSN and Skype, xzoneradiotv. Uh, we're also on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. The address is very simple, TV, And our website, www.xzoneradiotv.com. And of course, you can listen to the past 60 shows with our compliments at www.exonepodcast.com. My first guest of this hour, Exxon Nation, is Carol Blackburn, and uh, she is an angelic, she's an angel intuitive and advocate. Now, a few years ago, Carol was given another name in a dream. She was given the name Little Feather. I've been given many names in dreams, but never so nice, I might add. Uh, the name actually goes quite brilliantly with uh, her life path because it's kind of taken her down a very special path that we'll be talking to Carol about this hour. And um, Back in 1994, Carol started along her spiritual journey with Ernest. Her innate curiosity brought her to the works of Edgar Cayce, Ernest Holmes, Flowery Newhouse, Mother Mira, and uh, many others. Carol completed a course in miracles in 2007, and along the way, Carol was researching the subject of life after death when she found out that, we all know this explanation, that angels are real. Her website, www.angelicloveandlight.com. Joining me from Dorval, Quebec, where I spent many of hours in many of uh, <clears throat> establishments, is Carol Blackburn. Carol, welcome to the Exxon. Thank you very much, Rob. I'm so happy to be with you tonight. I must ask you, Carol, what is an angel intuitive and advocate? I know what an angel intuitive is, but an advocate, what's that? Well, as my relationship evolved with the angelic realm, mm -hmm. I offered myself to be in service, and they... It, it just evolved that I became an advocate for mm -hmm. them, speaking about them publicly and holding uh, angel circles and helping people to connect to their energy and to um, create their own relationship with the angels. That's a big part of what my job is, to help people to develop their own relationship. Are you finding that more and more people these days are really believing in angels? Oh, absolutely. And people are just more open to, uh, more open-minded, I find, in general. A few years ago, when you spoke to somebody about having bad energy or mm -hmm. something, you'd sort of get eye-rolling. But now people use this commonly in our, it's just become part of our common language about a person's energy and their vibration. So we're far more in tune with those things practically. And the angelic realm really support this. And as we open up more energetically, that's we connect to their energy. All right, Carol, please stand by. You and I have to take a two-minute commercial break. Exonation, Carol Blackburn is my special guest. We're talking about angelic love and light this hour. Ironically, that's the name of her website, 
angeliclovelandlight.com. This is the Exxon. I'm Rob McConnell, coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Carol Blackburn and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break in two minutes as we continue investigating the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here in the Exxon. Don't go away. What if Jesus came back now and insisted that we listen to him? How would the world be different if Christians really followed the Gospels? For 2,000 years, we've been practicing a religion. Now it's finally time to get it right. Read Liberating Jesus, new from Roberta Grimes. Meet the Jesus you never knew. Roberta uses afterlife evidence and biblical analysis to prove that Jesus is exactly right. Learning the lessons that he came to teach is the reason we are born at all. Roberta says he has come back now to insist that we actually listen to him so we can begin to use his teachings to unite and transform the world. Liberating Jesus on Amazon, October 1st, and then wherever books are sold. Jesus has the answers, and it's not too late. Roberta blogs and answers questions at robertagrimes.com. Call him Reef. Reef is your host. Reef is your guide. Are you happy? Happiness is like trying to find water in the desert. Can you find any? Sometimes, sure, but only a few drops. God is an ocean of joy, but God is not cheap. You cannot find God in a chemical. You must attract God's attention. How? Not by living to please your senses. That is false ego. The Matrix is not real. It is a computer-enhanced hallucination. You are spirit soul, not the body. We have forgotten how splendid our home really is, the spiritual sky. For more information, visit reeshasongofblue.com. That's www.reeshasongofblue.com. Fartlets, fartlings, pongies, and honkers. They have so many names, makes you go bonkers. Rear tempest, butt bubbles, bottom burps, all aside. Why does it smell like a little rat died? Hail the fart, whenever, wherever, whoever. Its existence actually enriches our lives because it gives us those unforgettable moments that we can all recall again and again that are always good for yet another laugh. A new expose on farting. Get your copy of The Endearing Fart by Eileen Dover at www.theendearingfart.com.
You know, Exo Nation, I always get asked by our guests, is this show live or is it taped? And you know what? This is the only show in the world where whether it's live, whether it's dead, or whether it's taped, there's always communication because this is the Exxon. And um, we talk about all the things that are strange, outerworldly, angelic, spiritual, everything within the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology and all points in between. Exonation Carol Blackburn is my guest. Uh, we're talking about angels this hour. Her website is angeliclovandlight.com. And let's start off with the very basics. Who and what are angels? Excuse me. Angels are beings from a separate realm than we, we are from. Mm-hmm. They are separate species, and there are numerous uh, types of angels. Um, they evolve uh, similarly in the, in the way that we evolve as well, but whereas angels evolve through good works, we evolve through self-surrender, so it's a different motivation. They, don't, they were created by our creator, the same creator that we had at the same time, but they were created slightly above us because mm-hmm. I think the creator understanding that we had free will, we would be making some interesting choices along the way, whereas the angels are constantly in tune with the creator's will that is their will so it's separate though they do have as they evolve they are given Mm -hmm. choices as to how they'll evolve but they're a a living species and they're all around us but they um, there's angels that are dedicated to the world and to the creatures of the world including humans but there's many angels that are created that are never in contact with human beings in any way or form how come we can't see them Well, sometimes we can see them. I see the angels around me, and and you may have seen them yourself and just not known what they Hmm. are. Um, They appear to us in in their natural form as sparks of very, very brilliant light, much more intense than the light we have that's man-made. And they'll be around you uh, floating in the air, sometimes in the corner of your eye. Um, The guardian angels and that part of the angelic realm, they appear as golden orbs of light. And usually it's very tiny, but the light Mm -hmm. can be quite large. What was it in your life that that drew you to become an angel intuitive and angel advocate? What happened? Well, I... um my mother passed away in 1996, mm. and while she was dying of cancer, um, we would talk sometimes about death and things like that. And my mother, throughout our, our life, we'd always spoken of these sorts of things, and she was never, ever afraid of death. And I was completely terrified. And when she passed away, I wanted to experience that peace in my life, mm-hmm. and so I started to ask questions about things. and. I wanted to know more, and I I actually prayed uh, to Jesus Christ, and I said, I want to know who I am, what I am, what's a soul, why am I here, and who are you? And that just opened a whole bunch of this whole world to me, and suddenly books started to appear that answered these different questions, and in there I found this wonderful book about the research into life after death, and this man almost fell upon the angels himself accidentally. And so once I understood that they were real as opposed to mythological beings, because mm-hmm. I grew up Anglican, so it was it was more mythological or just for very holy people, which, you know, I didn't quite fall into that category. I don't know many Anglicans but, that do. 
I don't think it's part of our walk. <laughs> <laughs> That's why angels have wings, so they don't have to walk with the Anglicans. There you go. <laughs> so with my character, I, I said, well, if angels mm-hmm. are real, then I want to talk to them and be their friends. Sure. And then that's what I started to pursue that. And how they work with us is often they'll either bring us people with that information. You're just drawn to go somewhere. You find the book in the library or at the bookstore, and you just start to find more and more information. And I was guided, of course, through a lot of this because I started to meditate around this time as well. And meditation is really key in mm-hmm. our conversations with spirit, the angels, of course, in particular tonight. <laughs> um. Meditation. Uh, I, I I've been doing this show for twenty three years or twenty two years, and and a lot of our guests talk about meditation. Um, how do you meditate, and how hard is it for people just joining us tonight for the first time anywhere on this beautiful planet of ours to to sit down and actually meditate? Well, when I first started, it was a, an exercise in frustration for mm-hmm. me, and. I remember the first me- one of the first meditations brought to me was to look into a candle flame and become one with it, <laughs> and that just didn't work for me at all. Kind I of burned out the retinas in your eye, huh? <laughs> yeah, I felt like pulling out the third uh-huh. eye, so it was like not my happy place. So I thought, get That's the fork, I'm done. <laughs> exactly, but I was lucky enough to come across the work of Edgar Casey. Mm-hmm. And, and he has a, a, an association, well, he's since passed away in 1944, but his association is alive and well in uh, Virginia, the Association for Research and Enlightenment. Yes. And they have wonderful uh, resources and excellent ways of teaching you how to meditate in a safe and practical way. <clears throat> Excuse me. He, well, you mean without, without burning your retinas and your house down at the same time? Exactly uh-huh. right. That Just is safe, yeah. Finding a peaceful way to do it and... Um, one of the things that's very important, though, uh, and helpful in meditation mm-hmm. is to uh, study of the chakra system, because yeah. that's our energy body, Yes, and we can receive a lot of information through that. Now, when I started all this, I didn't even, I barely knew what a chakra was, and I certainly wasn't feeling them or seeing them or any such thing. <clears throat> and things have evolved over time, and now I can, I'm, I feel not only my chakras, but I can feel my client's chakras mm-hmm. as well. And we become very in tuned uh, with that. So that developed, and its practice is one of the things that's important here. But one of the exciting things about meditation is 10 minutes outside is equivalent to 30 minutes inside. It's much more powerful when we do it outside. Is that is that because there's no, and I'm not making a joke here, no interference. There's no buildings. There's no overhead uh, there there's no electricity there's there's nothing to to block the the connection exactly there's yeah. nothing man made because anything man made that's around you is picking has picked up the energy of everybody mm-hmm. who's been in contact with it so this sort of builds a screen or a filter so it's not that you won't be able to meditate or receive strong messages but outside is so powerful because you're making that direct connection right. with the mother earth and the heavenly father you know i would just like to say something here I, I was joking around about the anglicans a few minutes ago i am i am an anglican i was baptized in saint stephen's church in chambly quebec so oh, wow. uh, so it gives me the right to to kind of take stabs at the anglicans Yes, I, I think yeah. I feel the same way. Sure, you know, <clears throat> we, we, love and affection. Sure, you know, we've got a church. We've paid our dues. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, so so what was it like the first time you saw an angel? You saw this golden globe or this golden orb, and you knew in your heart of hearts, Carol, that what you were seeing was an angel. Um, well, the first actual experience I had of an angel was Archangel Michael. Wow. And he came to, yeah, and he came to me through my dreams. I had been praying for change because I realized I was desperately unhappy with mm-hmm. my work. I worked for a big bank for 23 years. Oh, well, there, there's and, no surprise, eh? <laughs> and so um, I, I just, I needed to have change. Uh, my mother had passed away. Yeah. I'd lost a brother. Oh, my gosh. So there was a, a lot of turmoil and sadness in my life. I also had joy in there, but it was, uh, I wanted a change. And I was praying for a change, mm-hmm. and I was very afraid to change anything. I was afraid of changing the status quo. Um, working in Quebec as a mostly English woman uh, and having a full-time job was actually pretty stressful and stressful. Mm-hmm. So um, in the dream, uh, Archangel Michael appeared to me as a man, a very good-looking man in a white suit, and uh-huh. he was, he's quite a bit taller than we are because they do appear that way to us to help us understand. I did not know who he was, mm-hmm. but he took me through this dream, and I understood through the symbolism in the dream that if I followed him, I would my life would change forever, and it would change abundantly well. And then he, being very athletic, sort of there was a what I would call is like an elevator door, but it was circular and opened and closed very rapidly. And he just put his hand up on top of it and went through feet first with ease. And I was thinking, oh, my God, I'll never make that. <laughs> and But I thought, can I do this? And I thought, oh, I have to, because if I don't, then everything will stay the same. And as soon as I made the decision to go through the door, the doors just opened and I could walk right through. Holy cow. And yeah, and I woke up that morning and I thought, okay, I don't know who you are, but I know you're somebody really special and I'm going to do what you guide me to. And it was not long after that that I decided to quit the bank and in a way I, there was no safety net or anything, but I just mm-hmm. felt that I was going to take a chance and see if I could fly. And I figured in my crash land, but I really believed that I could do this. And it changed everything. And once we can get through fear, that often changes everything in our life. Mm -hmm. Well, you know the old saying, it's not the fall that kills the sudden stop. (laughs) (laughs) I can see why. (laughs) (laughs) But how did you know that this... By by the way, you kind of built your own angel there, didn't you? Uh, how did you know that that this this angel, this white suited, athletic built hunk, <laughs> was, was 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 Michael, the number one angel? Well, I asked to know who he was. Mm-hmm. Then I started receiving all these this literature and coming across all this literature with the name Michael. I see, and. And in meditation, I I asked that question. I said, are you Archangel Michael? And I could feel a change in the energy around me. And this was when I was still pretty new to this. Mm -hmm. So it was, you know, very tenuous, and I wasn't really sure what was going on. And so also being a skeptic, by the way, I wanted to, well, I wanted proof. So I started asking for proof. And they were forthcoming, especially the guardian angels. (laughs) All right. You and I have to take our news break. It's now at the bottom of the hour. Exonation, Carol Blackburn is my special guest. 
We're talking about angels this hour here in the X-Zone. She is an angel intuitive and angel advocate. Her website is www.angeliclovealight.com. And uh, Carol and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news as we continue from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My name is Rob McConnell, and Carol Blackburn and I return on the other side of the news. Don't go away. Ever wondered if your advertising dollar is really working for you? If your ad would have been here, you and more than 4 million people would be listening to it right now. Contact ads at exxoneradiotv.com. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an 8-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500-plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. Wouldn't you love to know the secret to everything? Well then, meet Dr. Kimberly McGeorge and her cutting-edge breakthrough knowledge that combines science with possibility. Dr. Kimberly brings real-life answers and healing to those open to alternative solutions. She teaches solution-based programs and classes that will change all areas of your life forever. Specializing in conscious creation, intuitive readings, and energy medicine, you can rapidly shift health, relationships, business, and money and abundance challenges quickly. Receive her best-selling book, Secret to Everything, at no cost by going to secrettoeverything.com forward slash xzone. That's right. Transformation can start now. Just go to secrettoeverything.com forward slash xzone and receive Dr. Kimberly's book for free. My name is Michael Telstar, Canada's leading mentalist from Toronto, Ontario. Hi, my name is Splenza, and you're listening to my dad, Rob McConnell, on the XM. This is Psychic Dorothy from St. Catharines, and you're listening to Rob McConnell. Hello, my name is Holly Reeves, an astrologer from astro for You, and you're listening to Canada's number one paranormal radio show, The X-Zone, with Rob McConnell. Welcome to The X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell.
Welcome back to the Exxon One. My name is Robin Connell, coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Worldwide toll-free, 1-800-610-7035. Email xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. My guest this hour is Carol Blackburn. We're talking about angels. Now, Carol is an angel intuitive and advocate for the angels. Her website, www.exzone.com angeliclovandlight.com. I must ask you at this point, you know, we've been talking about angels, uh, you know, for the first half of the show. How many different types or kinds of angels are there? Like, you know, you described uh, Michael, the the number one archangel. Mm-hmm. What other kind of angels are they? And do they all look alike? Um, they, I don't... The angels that I've seen in their natural form mm-hmm. have all appeared alike in the fact that they appear to me in in orbs of light. Um, energetically, I'll feel them differently depending on the angels sometimes. Um, the guardian, well, to answer your question about how many angels, mm-hmm. there's innumerable angels. There's angels for everything that exists. You can think of angels, um, because they're all also of different sizes, as too, as being the connecting points between spirit and matter. So everything that exists has its angel. And the angels all have their consciousness, a different level of consciousness, mm-hmm. depending on the, how big the being is that they are watching over. So it can be a blade of grass or an insect, right up until our whole Mother Earth, or indeed the universe. So it's innumerable sizes. Now, in my case with Archangel Michael, he usually when I see him, he would be about the size of a pea, the, the light itself. But it's so intense, it's almost like it, it's burning through your atmosphere. Mm. I was asking him, I was sort of testing him one day. I was being guided to do something. I wasn't really feeling confident about it. Mm-hmm. So I kept saying, well, if I do this, if you do this, then I'll know this sort of thing. And it went on so, and on. So you're playing Let's Make a Deal with the Angels. Yeah, pretty okay. much. And then finally, like I said, well, should I do such and such a thing? And I saw this big uh, Archangel Michael when he appears. It's a like a violet blue intense mm-hmm. light with almost like a lightning strength of light in within it. And it just opened up beside me and it was about two and a half feet tall and quite a bit wide. And I realized that I was certainly had got his attention and he had got mine. And so I followed through with what they were guiding me to do. I understand that everyone has angels. How can you yes. communicate with your angels? It's very simple. You can. Uh, you just have to ask them to connect with you. Mm. It, it is helpful to learn to do it through prayer and meditation, mm-hmm. but it is simple as saying to the angels, I would like to connect with you. Something that's important to know about the angelic realm and all aspects of the divine that we connect to that we must give them our permission to interact with us directly. They can send things around you to influence you, like send nice people your way, but they can't push you like together. It's up to you to sort of pick up. But if you give your permission, then that opens up a whole new uh, realm, if you will, of possibility. Sure. When, when you're doing uh, intuitive work with the angels, um, how does it work? Does somebody come to you and say, all right, Carol, um, can you ask my angels this question or that question? Or, or do, they, do they say, "Angel, uh, Carol, do the angels have a message for me? How does this work? It can be e- either okay. way, actually. Uh, often um, people will come to me. Uh, we'll d- whenever somebody comes to see me, we always do a short prayer and meditative mm-hmm. uh, situation to open us up both 
both sorry to open us both up to the energy that's present mm-hmm. and then sometimes if a person doesn't isn't sure what to ask because that often happens we'll do a general reading and sometimes i work with angel oracle cards okay and i'll work with four decks and these are cards done by doreen virtue and i like them because they each deck has a similar subject matter so that you, if anything you hear when you're working with me is important. If you hear it twice, it's really important. If it's three times, it's incredibly important. So that allows for that. So we'd work with four decks and then go across by three cards or as many as the angels give. The cards kind of stick together. And then as I'm working with the people, I encourage them to tell me anything that comes to mind because often the angels are sort of whispering things, and these are things you need to bring out either for healing or because you're, you know, doing a change in your life, or, you know, whatever your question is. And then I just give whatever I hear. Sometimes I hear, but when we say that we hear with the angels, it can be hear, see, sense, feel, or know. So some of the answers I feel energetically, they use my body as a pendulum. Mm -hmm. And the strength of the energy flowing through my body indicates how strong the answer is, a positive or a negative. Uh, it will also, depending on which chakra it goes through, it tells me what part, part where the issue lies for the person. If it's something about money, it would be in the root chakra kind of thing. So the, this is sort of a basic idea of what comes in with the angels. And then there's the inner knowing, which is almost as if the information just sort of, if you will, melts into your brain. And then I, I sort of I acknowledge what I'm hearing and I repeat it back to them in, in words inside my head and they then the angels will affirm, uh, confirm or negate what I'm asking sure. them if, to make sure that I'm understanding correctly. Now I understand since uh, 2008 you've been holding regular guided angel meditation circles. Can you Can you tell me more about that? Yes, this is a wonderful, wonderful way to connect with the angels. Mm-hmm. And people come that have never meditated before or people that are very uh, evolved in their spiritual journey have come. And what it's, it's not just, as one lady put it, it's not just a regular guided, angel, uh, guided meditation. We really open up to the angelic realm. What the angels described it to me to help me understand what I was doing is that with the training I've received, I helped to hold open a portal between our realm and theirs. Before each meditation, the angels tell me who, I ask who would like to come, and Mm -hmm. it's usually three archangels that come, and uh, in various groupings. And then on the day of the meditation, in the morning, I will usually in the morning, I will go through the meditation with them, and they take me on the journey, and I see where we're going. And they take us into their realm. And then that's what I guide the people with. And there's a process to it, too. It's very important when we're working with spirit in in any aspect to make sure we're well-grounded, that our root chakra is deep and connected, the crown is fully open, and your heart chakras are expanded. And that helps to create a safe environment for what you're doing. And then I strongly recommend surrounding yourself with the golden light of the Creator. This creates an excellent filter of love and support for what you're doing as you're opening up, especially if you're new to it, because uh, there are discordant spirits, if you will, that look for newbies, so it's good to take good care of yourself and just have a safe practice of meditation when you're opening up. Tell me about your art. Is your art inspired by the angels? Very often. Uh, a lot of my artwork in the mm-hmm. past few years 
has is actually representative of my spiritual journey and sometimes I paint it before I understand it. <laughs> and it's interesting to see how it's evolved. I was I wasn't actually painting when I was given my first vision for a painting, so I I sketched it on a little notebook and then I painted it a few years later. When you're communicating with the angels, what language do you communicate in, or is it a language that is embedded in the soul? I, oh, I like how you put that. That's beautiful. Um, I think that would be a very apt description. Mm. The angels speak to us in a myriad of different ways. Uh, they have vast communication skills that we don't have, <laughs> uh, one of them being giving you visions, and often they connect with people during their dreams, especially as you're first starting to open up or if you have a hard time quieting your mind, they can come to us through our dreams. They bring us symbols, and it's uh, helpful to understand, uh, to even get a dictionary or an encyclopedia of symbols and their meanings. So they might send you uh, ge geometric shapes, the, the sacred geometry, um, they can send you colors. If you, they send you a color, correlate it to your chakra system and the vibration there. And then it's, what I suggest is you wear the color, eat the color if you can, and just bring that color and really connect to it. Because they might be telling, giving you a message about where you have a blockage or where you, know, you need more energy or more strength. Um, they will also give you a beautiful picture within your mind uh, of a whole scene. So a mm -hmm. picture is a thousand words so again it's so important to sort of look at what you're given in your dream and we're encouraged to keep a dream journal so we can look back at it once we're fully awake and as I said starting to understand symbolism is important like understanding that water represents the emotional body kind mm -hmm. of thing and, and things like that so that's helpful I, and they I, do also I, use words sorry. I, I understand you've just recently added a guided Yeshua meditation circles. Um, Yeshua, is, isn't that Jesus Christ? Yes, that is Jesus Christ. And that was, uh, that was something that I um, was very excited to mm -hmm. do. And the energy is actually, it's very strong when we go up to the angels. We have to do, as I said, certain preparations. But when we go up to Yeshua, it's, uh, we have to raise our vi energetic vibration even higher. Mm -hmm. And it's incredible the amount of energy we receive in, in that circle in particular. Often I will feel the effects of it for a day or two afterwards within my body. You can feel like it, it's almost like the cells feel like they've, they've like almost sunburned, if you will. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty amazing and intense. You, go ahead. I was just going to ask you, you know, we, we touched briefly on, on, on angels. We've touched briefly on, on your new meditation circle, uh, Guided Yeshua. Uh, meditation. Are angels specifically affiliated with any particular religion, or are angels multi-religious philosophy entities? They're multi-religious. They are not connected to any religion mm -hmm. whatsoever. They are connected to the creative force, and religion helps us uh, in various incarnations that we go through to open up and ask different questions of the creator to learn different aspects, and it's certainly worthwhile to study any religion, um, but to understand that the angels are non-denominational. They're just connected to spirit, and that's what their intention is, to bring us closer to him. 
Yeshua has been called the King of Angels, and he indeed was the one who opened that realm up. It was when I started connecting with him mm -hmm. that the angels became fully into my life. But it is not necessary to be a Christian or any other religion. Of course, Muhammad was guided by Archangel Gabriel, and Gabriel was there for Mother Mary when she was becoming pregnant yes. with Yeshua. So all along the way, the angels are there. You know, we, we've heard of... Guardian, we've heard of uh, Gabriel the angel, we've heard of Michael, uh, and there are other angels that, that apparently have specific uh, powers, abilities t to help people in their times of need. How does anyone know which angel to call upon? We don't need to be worried about knowing their names. Mm -hmm. We can call to them for their energy alone. So if you're in a place of grief, you could call to the angels of grief and ask them to come and help you. And if you were, like, I'm particularly close to Archangel Michael, <clears throat> so I often talk to him about everything. But what he will do is bring in the energy of the angels that do help in that specific area. Archangel Michael is very good, uh, for instance, about bringing us clarity and truth about things. And when that, when we have, sometimes we hide things from ourselves we ha just so we can get through life. We go into a state of denial, but mm -hmm. at some point that stuff has to come out. And he's wonderful about helping you to deal with that. But then he'll work with Raphael, who comes in to bring healing. Mm -hmm. And they, in turn, will bring in the, the angels, rather, of forgiveness to help us to complete that, if that's what's required. So the angels bring to us those beings that we need. We can just send out the intention in prayer, and as we become more connected to them, we start to understand their names. And also, one of the things they wanted us to understand was their names, we wouldn't really be able to speak. <laughs> so we're get we will understand names... Um, they give us names that we can associate with and understand more easily, but their names are in a language we couldn't really hear, I guess would be the way to put it. All right, Carol, stand by. You and I have to take our final break for this hour. Exxon Nation, my guest is Carol Blackburn. She is an angel intuitive and advocate. Her website is www.angeliclovealight.com. That's www.angeliclovealight.com. I remember years ago I had a guest in studio. I believe it was Psychic Dorothy from St. Catharines. And uh, she told me that I had all these angels around me. Some are tall, some are small. And I said, I know who my, my three main angels are. And she looked at me and she said, who? I said, Mo, Larry, and Curly. We'll be back <laughs> on the other side of this commercial break. As we continue talking to my guest this hour, Carol Blackburn. Once again, she's an angel intuitive and advocate. www.angeliclovealight.com My name is Rob McConnell. This is The X-Zone. We're coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. Born a Shiite Muslim and taught the Quran in his youth are some of the reasons why President Obama has an affinity for Islam and the Muslim people. His nuclear deal with Iran allows them to obtain over $150 billion to stimulate their country domestically and militarily while pursuing their objective to develop a nuclear bomb. 
a groundbreaking article by Nicholas Jennings titled, Obama Continues to Lie to the American People, Exposes Many Lies Obama Has Made. It includes lies to the American people on the Obama-Iran nuclear deal and Benghazi. The Jennings article is provided on the internet link, www.rel-mar.com forward slash ng2. That's www.rel-mar.com forward slash ng2. When demystified, shamanism is an ancient science delving into the quantum level of life. Understanding and implementing basic shamanic principles can empower the individual to heal, manifest, and evolve in these rapidly changing times. Path Home Shamanic Art School is a -a one-of-a-kind Colorado State certified occupational school training and certifying shamanic practitioners and teachers. We also train individuals simply interested in empowering and enriching their lives through shamanism. Path Home's certification classes are in a week-long block format, enabling national and international students to participate. We also provide online classes and long-distance shamanic healing sessions as well. Discover all you can be. Enter the limitless world of shamanism today. For more information, visit findyourpathhome.com or call 303-775-3431. Ever wondered if your advertising dollar is really working for you? If your ad would have been here, you and more than 4 million people would be listening to it right now. Contact ads at exxoneradiotv.com. I was walking home from school on a cold winter day. Took a shortcut through the woods and I lost my way. It was getting late and I was scared and alone. But then a kind old man took my hand and led me home. My mama couldn't see him. Oh, but he was standing there And I knew in my heart He was the answer to my prayers Oh, I believe there are angels among us Sent down to us from somewhere up above They come to you and me In our darkest hours To show us how to live To teach us how to give To guide us with the light of love Exonation, welcome back. Carol Blackburn is my special guest and uh, we're talking about angels this hour. Carol is an angel intuitive and advocate. Her website is www.angeliclovendlight.com. First of all, Carol, I believe in angels. I, I, believe, I believe in angels, um, whether it was in my personal life, whether it was when I was in the police force, whether it was on this show. I have seen, I have heard, I have felt 
so many things that, that could only be explained as angelic intervention. So, oh, that's wonderful. You know, so talking to you about angels this hour is, is my favorite topic. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Um, tell, tell me, do the angels have a message for me? Oh, that's a good question. Well, just when you were saying that you, were, that you believe in mm-hmm. angels, the energy in my heart chakra started to move from side to side, but in this warm, uh, like, sort of happy, delighted energy. And this is, it's coming in even stronger for me now through the heart chakra, and I'll just ask them if they have a message. Okay. I'm hearing the word spreading the light. Hmm. There's such strong energy here. They would like to express their gratitude to you. Can you feel the energy yourself? Yes, I can. That's wonderful. It's very, very powerful and very strong. They are thrilled, they're telling me, with the work that you're doing and the courage that you show for doing it. You've been doing it for a long time, certainly before it became really popular. <laughs> well, you know, I one of these days uh, we'll have you back on and I will tell you about the experiences that I've had in my life that have proven to me beyond a shadow of a doubt that angels are real. Carol, I want to thank you so much for joining us tonight. It's been a great pleasure. By the way, Exo Nation, uh, Carol's husband is one of the most talented musicians I've ever had the pleasure of hearing. And please give my very best to your husband. I certainly will. Thank you so much for this. It's been a lovely evening with you. Well, it's been nice uh, talking to you, reminiscing about the old hometown uh, during the commercial breaks. And uh, I look forward to meeting you one of these days. But until then, we'll have you back on the show talking about angels and the wonderment that they bring to each and every one of us. Carol, take I care of yourself. Bye-bye Thank now. Thank you. You too. Exonation, Carol Blackburn has been my guest this hour. She is an angel intuitive and advocate. Her website is www.angeliclovealight. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news at six and a half minutes past as we continue here in the Exxon with yours truly, Rob McConnell. Don't go away. <laughs> 